0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. The mountains still be used. Yeah. Strongholds yeah. are still being used. <laughs> God, we believe. wonders are still what you do Mm -hmm. I love this muñeca, sis And bodies are still Still being raised raised. Giants are still being slaves God, we believe believe. Yes, we can Can see. see Wonders are still what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. This is a move. Thank you, 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 thank you. Here for you. Come and do what you do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For. need a move My God We need a move my God We need a move My God My God Thank you 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We, we need a move. We can pray my God, me. we need a move. We <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, this is a move. This is a move. You've been waiting, you been praying. You've Here, right my now. now. Thank you thank you thank you. Spirit, spirit, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. This is a move. I think i'm gonna stay right there in that position and place until i begin to see the hand of god like never before like this is a move we need heaven to invade earth i want to say this one more time we need heaven to invade earth like we need an encounter of the supernatural we need to experience the hand of God like never ever before. <laughs> Father God, reveal to us your glory. Show us your glory. My God, my God, we need a move. We need to experience you like never before. We need heaven to invade earth. <laughs> we need heaven to invade Earth we need to experience you like never ever ever, ever before we need a move, we need a move 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 we need to experience your hand we need heaven to invade earth we need your kingdom to come we need your kingdom to come we need your will to be done we need your glory to be revealed my god i don't want to pray ordinary prayers anymore i don't want to pray self we need to see the hand of god like never before we need to see the power of god like never before daddy we need you to demonstrate yourself strong my god my God, I'm like Elijah this morning. We need to see and experience your reign. We need you to reign in our hearts. We need you to reign in our homes, my God. And when I say reign, I'm not talking about just R-A-I-N. I'm talking about R-E-I-G-N. We need you to be in authority. We need you to be the final authority. My God, Father, forgive us for where we've tried to be you my god forgive us for where we've tried we've tried to be you we've tried to stand in your position we've tried to be in your way. We've tried to be protector. We've tried to be provider. We've tried to be healer. My God, please forgive us for where we've tried to be you. Please forgive us for our sins, Lord God. (laughs) Please forgive us for anything that's been standing between us and you because we need a move. We need a demonstration of your power. We need to experience your hand in this earth. My God, We need to experience you in our lives. We need to experience you in our marriages. We need to experience you in in our relationship with our children. My God. My God. Can I say something to you? Can I just present a question to you? What if how you've been raising your children had nothing to do with God? Like what if your parenting was cultural? What if um, how you've been connecting with your kids had nothing to do with God? And, and for God to move in your relationship with your kid and for your children to do better, what if God had to teach you how to raise your, even at this moment, even if you had adult children, what if God had to teach you in this moment of how to reconnect with your children? Would you learn from him? Would you let him reveal himself to you in your parenting? Would you let him reveal himself to you? Would you humble yourself enough for God to come before you and say, you're doing all of that absolutely wrong? My God, would you yield to him in relationship with your marriage? My God, would you would you let him come to you and say to you, you this I let you you are not letting me all up in this. Would you yield and let him come to you and say to you, this this is not my design for your marriage. Your marriage is supposed to be a replication of Christ and the church. <laughs> my God. My God, would you yield to him in, 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 in relationship with your finances? My God, would you let him talk to you about kingdom principles and kingdom finances? Would you yield to him in relationship of yourself? Would you let him reveal himself to you to show you the things in you that do not align with the word? Would you humble yourself? Would you assume you know nothing? Would you come before him broken and contrite? My God, would you lay your your heart on the altar? Would you lay your precepts and your design and all the things that you think are of him? Would you lay them aside? My God. My God, would you begin to pray prayers that magnify him? Would you begin to pray prayers that glorify him? My God, would you begin to pray prayers that invite him in? Would you begin to pray prayers that make you give up your control? My God, my God. God what if there what, if, what what if we were doing this all wrong? what if there were some things he was trying to fix and there were some things he was trying to regulate and there were some things we were trying to he was trying to renew but we were holding on to those things because we 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 trust in our ways we trust in our ways because we lean into our own understanding. My God, because we look to gratify ourselves more than we look to gratify God, my God, my God, we need heaven to invade earth. We need heaven to invade earth. We need heaven to invade our marriages. We need heaven to invade our relationship with our children. We need heaven to invade our businesses. What if your business was not orchestrated like a business of God? My God, we need so much more of him and so much. There is a, can I tell you something? There is a depth. That God is trying to pull you to. But your flesh will always stand in the way. Your emotions will always stand in the way. Your heart places will always stand in the way. Unless you get to a position and place and begin to pray differently. My God. And begin to position you. We need a move. We need a move. We need heaven to invade our lives. My God, we need to we are supposed we're supernatural beings. We live in a natural world, but we we live according to a supernatural existence. We need to see miracle signs. And we need to be able to go to the hospital and lay hands on the sick. My God, we need to be able to cast demons out the White House. My god we need we need to speak revival we need to be revival we need to be the hands and feet of god my god this is the move this is the move is not about our glory my god The move is not about our visibility. The move is not so we can shine. The move is not so we can blow up. The move is not so we can be seen. We need a move. We need heaven to invade this earth. We need his kingdom to come. We need his will to be done. We need to see miracles, signs, and wonders. My God. So Father God, yeah, Karen, that's help us with our unbelief. Help us with our unbelief. Help us for our unbelief. Help us with our weariness. Help us with our worry. Help us with our trifling ways. Help us with anything that does not align with you. you. We are before You today. We need You, God. We we don't need nothing. I don't need nothing. I don't need nothing else. I don't need nothing else to fix. I, don't, I need You. I need You. I need You. I need You. I don't need nothing else. I don't need another nothing. I need You. I need to see Your hand in my life. So, I'm inviting you in this morning. I'm inviting inviting you in this morning i'm inviting you into the deep places in my heart that i hid i'm inviting you this morning into the broken places in my heart that i, I had i had i had i wouldn't let you touch I'm inviting you into a deeper relationship with me and my children. I'm I'm not going to assume my way is right. I'm not going to try to be correct anymore. I'm not going to be proud anymore. And if pride rises up, Holy Spirit, I need you to remind me to love. I need you to bring me into a deeper relationship with my girlfriends. I need you to bring me into a deeper relationship with my parents and my siblings. Lord God, we need a move. We need a healing in this land. We need to experience the power of God like never before. Lord, let nothing in us lay dormant. Let nothing in us lay dormant. Let nothing in us lay dormant. Let nothing in us lay unresolved. My God, your word said you are the the (coughs) mender of the broken heart. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, do a deep heart search this morning. Do a deep heart search. Search this morning. Show us the things in our heart that do not align with you. Reveal to us the pride. Reveal to us the selfishness. Reveal to us places where we've withdrawn. Reveal to us where insecurity has been leading us. Reveal to us, Father God, where we have not been walking in holiness. Reveal to us, Lord God, where we've been so prideful. Reveal to us, Lord God, where we've been haughty. Lord God, reveal to us the things, Father God, that are still lewd and still crude and reveal to us where there's been strife and reveal to us where there's been unforgiveness and reveal to us where there's been ungratefulness. And Father God, restore to us your joy. Restore to us your joy peace. Restore to us your love. Restore to us your wholeness. Restore to us your sound mind. Restore to us, Lord God, your favor. My God, restore to us faith, Lord God. Restore to us healing, Lord God. My God, let us find our strength in you. Let us find our trust in you let us put our hope and our confidence in you lord god my god my god my god my god my god great is your faithfulness Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every wicked imagination. My God, things that have been running running rampart in our heads that do not line with you. We tear down negative self-thought. We tear down negative self-images. We tear down low self-esteem in the name of Jesus. My God, we tear them down. We tear down idols in the name of Jesus. My God, now restore us, Lord God. Restore us, Lord God. Restore us, Lord God. Reveal yourself to us, Lord God, today. My God, any stronghold that has had us bound, we thank you that the anointing destroys the yoke my God, we're coming out of commonplaces. We're coming out of familiarity. We're coming out of complacency. My God, I thank you that we hunger and thirst for righteousness, that we hunger and thirst for righteousness like never ever before, like the deer pants after the water, Father God. We begin to pant After you my God in the name of Jesus. We cancel every assignment of the enemy against our thought life My God in the name of Jesus. He who the son sets free is free Indeed my God renew our minds today Let us Let us walk in a steadfast spirit in you. My God, healing is in this room. Healing is in this room. Healing is in this room. room. Breakthroughs are in this room. My God, Jesus, give us your holiness. Sanctify us. Set us apart. My God, my God. God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for repairing us so that we do not continue to leak out your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you. My God, I thank you. i Feel. There, there's just uh Can I say that Holy Spirit? There is just a grace and an anointing on my life to unlock you, and I felt God unlocking you. And what I mean by unlocking you, I'm talking about the things that's been having you bound, or um, as Jess said, she's heard me praying in the supernatural, slamming doors, shutting doors, closing doors to the enemy. And so I just thank the Lord for restoring us. I just. Thank the Lord for grace. I just thank the Lord for supernatural. I am looking. So when you get your miracle, when you get your testimony, when you get your breakthrough, and I'm not talking about money. (laughs) I don't want people to, I'm tired of people. I know you may need a money breakthrough, a financial breakthrough. I believe in financial breakthroughs. I've seen the hand of God multiple times. But when you get your breakthrough this week, when you get your miracle this week, share it. When you you feel the freedom from depression. When you receive the wisdom and the knowledge that you need for your assignment. When you feel the power and the presence of God with you. When you're able to overcome miracles look way more than we think. My God, when you feel that you've been snatched out, out of the enemy's hands. When you feel that you've been plucked up. When you see him working in your marriage. When you see him working in your children. Just email us and message us. Like just email and message us. It just comes. It just, it just, um, it comforts us, and it also, because my prayer team and I, we're standing for you. The ministry team and I, we're standing for you. When you get your breakthrough this week, just send us a little email and say, I got my breakthrough. That's all you got to say. You ain't even got to get into the details. I just want to know you got your breakthrough this week because I am believing God for something so big to manifest and happen in your life. My God, for chains to be broken. My God, in the name of Jesus, my God for chains to fall off in the name of Jesus. My God, I cancel and drive out the spirit of sarcasm out your life. Sarcasm is like little cutting knives. So if you've been sarcastic or someone has been sarcastic to you towards you, I drive out the spirit of sarcasm right now in the name of Jesus. I drive out the spirit of defeat. Right now, in the name of Jesus. And I just decree and declare, my God, you will overcome in Christ Jesus. You will overcome in Christ Jesus. I want to see the hand of God in your life this week. Like, I'm believing for the supernatural to be manifested so visibly. Because it happens all the time, right? It happens. Things happen around us all the time that we don't take notice of. But I am thankful and grateful. I want to see the supernatural manifest so visibly in your life today. In Jesus name. Amen. That's where I am standing. That's where I am praying. That's where I am fasting. I want to see the hand of God moving your life this week. Like never, ever, ever before and whatever has you bound. In the name of Jesus, you are being released from that thing. Whatever has had you in cycles, whatever has had you in patterns, whatever has had you making the same mistakes, whatever has had you in fear, whatever has had you in worry, my God, in the name of Jesus, I'm just decreeing and declaring that ends this week. My God, that you will have no other God before God. That you will have no other other God before God. No other God. There will be no idols in your life. My God, we just drive out our idols, Father, we thank you. You're removing us from our idols. And as you reveal them to us, that we have the strength and the holy boldness to let them go. My God, that we take our resolve in you today, that we trust you, Father God. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We allow we allow the mender of our broken heart to mend our broken heart. So let me tell you something. When God flushes things to the surface. Whoo, can I just be real? When God flushes things to the surface it ain't always pretty when god begins to reveal there are things in you that need to be corrected um there are places that need you need to come out of there are different relationships that you need to let go of when god flushes it out of your heart uh, when he flushes it to the surface it isn't always the same it doesn't always look the same it's it's not always um pretty it's not it's not pretty right it's not pretty when God begins to reveal myself me myself to me when I begin to put myself in the word and the word began to reveal to me the things in me that did not align with God um it almost flushes up like bubbling it but like blackness like um it's almost like if you separated the dark from the light like those experiments in school where you pour like bleach or something it's separating the water from the oils Holy Spirit, I'm not playing with you this morning. It's separating the water, like where the water and the oil separate. So as it is flushing up, it's taking the toxicity out of you. It's revealing to you the world. The word is going to reveal to you the things in you that do not line with God. It's going to reveal to you. And can I tell you something? It's going to reveal to you. Can I say this? It's going to reveal to you about you. It's, all, it's designed is always to reveal to you about you more than it will reveal to you about someone else. So if you spend a lot of time on someone else needing to get fixed, there's probably a sign that there's a greater work that needs to be done in you because when the word reveals to me, about me he's really talking to me first even on this devotional he's still talking to me he's still refining me remember philippians 1 and 6 says until completion like until completion until i get to the end until i get to heaven i still will have things worked out paul said it best when he said i'm gonna die daily i gotta die daily i gotta pick up my cross daily so i'm saying this to you because the strategy of the enemy is every time um The word reveals something. The strategy of the enemy is to pluck that up, to have you in fear, to have you in condemnation. Romans tells us there's absolutely no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So when it is being revealed to you, when it is manifested and God is showing you these are the things that are not like me. You got to sit still like you got you cannot run from it because if you run from it Can I say that Holy Spirit if you run from it, you're just going to have to cycle back to it I'm just being real if you don't deal with it If you run from it, you're going to have to cycle back to it And there's so many ways we can mask it and run from it. And can I tell you something? um when you're asking the Lord, reveal to you the things in your heart or the things that separate you from him, you guys, together. Um, <laughs> for those of you that are submerged in the word, that's I want to say this correctly because I need to say this with a gentle, gentle tongue. For you that are submerged in the word but yet still cycling back um, into the, some of the same places, it means God has not been able to deal with those issues. That was the best way to say it. So even if you're submerged in the word, but some of these same patterns, some of these same things keep coming back, some of these same positions, some of these same places, it's because you're not allowing God. The word is not really dividing. The word is not Hebrews. It's not the sword. the sword. is The sword is not in place. The sword is not cutting and dividing between soul and spirit. And so some of you are like, "Well what am I doing? you may in fact be mimicking you may be in fact be parroting because when the word is dividing it splits those things from your soul that are in your, that are in your soul that are not of the spirit it will give you a, a clear dividing line of what's from God and what's not from God so when we see ourselves cyclic and back in the same patterns, my God my God God, right? And we are submerged in the Word. We are submerged, like we are submerged in the Word. When we are submerged in the Word and we see ourselves back in those same cycles, patterns, our attitudes, our bad money habits, um, no self-control over our weight, we're not bearing the fruit of the Spirit because remember when we we should bear the fruit of the Spirit, when we're not bearing the fruit of the Spirit, it's just evident that the Word is not working. There's something going on, there's something blocking, there's something here. And so it takes It takes a deeper walk, a deeper moment. So let me share this with you and we're going to get out of you. Get out of here. Um, I want to get out of here. Ladies, Bible study tonight. Let me just say this. This is the last Bible study of the year. So if you've missed Bible study all year, this may be the Bible study that you need to be to. We will not be back at Bible study until the first of the new year. So this is the very last Bible study of the year. Second thing, your NICU, we did a spot. We've done several sponsorships. So thank you to y'all been giving. We already sent the donation off to the pantry. Um, And all are other given we got one more project we're working on and that's the NICU packages and if you want to be um, a part of the NICU packages that we're going to put together this weekend, you have until Saturday to get us your stuff. Um, or tell us at least you're bringing the stuff. Email Shonda at justbeinglmj.com. My grandson was in NICU for six weeks, so I know what that's like. Um, one of my grandsons spent six weeks in NICU. It was very hard, it was very difficult on our family, and the Lord reminded me of that this morning. He was like, Y'all did six weeks in NICU. Remember what it was like for y'all to be in NICU? And I said, absolutely. He was in Texas. I was here. And when I tell you I flew out so fast, it did not make sense. So um, if you want to be a part of that project, please join us in becoming a part of that project. You can actually physically drop your stuff off. I think on Saturday, if I'm wrong, Shonda will correct me. (laughs) So tonight, last night, Bible study. So I want to talk to you real quick about trusting the Lord with all your heart. I want to talk to you. I want to give you some word. I want to leave you with some word to meditate. The scripture has been um, in my spirit all morning long. And I want to talk to you about, I want to define trust. And then we're going to get out of here. We're going, we're going to get out of here. Lord God, I thank you for the supernatural. I thank you, Father God, that we encounter you like never before. And I thank you, Father God. My God. God that we deal with our trust issues today. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm charged up this week. Like I'm charged up this week. I'm charged up this week. I'm charged up anyway, but I'm extra amped up this week. My God, I expect to see the hand of God this week like never before. (laughs) This week like never before, I expect to see him like never, 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 never before. So I want to talk to you about trusting the Lord. I want to talk to you about trusting him. And we're going from the scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, um, and 6. And a lot of us quote this scripture, but I just want to talk to you for just a few minutes about what it means to trust the Lord what it means to trust the lord and to help us find out whether or not we have trust issues whether or not we still have um trust trust issues whether or not we it is it is it is was whether or not we got trust like trust issues and how those trust issues are interfering with us and god see a lot of times we think trust issues think towards in terms come on holy spirit can you teach us this thing we think in terms that trust issues interfere with us getting stuff, but in fact, trust issues come in between the relationship between us and God. So when I have trust issues, it's really interfering with the relationship between us and God my God, it's it's putting enmity between us. It's putting strife in between us. It's it's putting something between us because Hebrews tells me that without a doubt, without faith, it's impossible to believe God. It means it's not going to add up. It means it's not going to look all the same. It means what happens in the supernatural may not add up to the natural. It means I got to trust God even when it doesn't make sense. I gotta trust you even when my money don't add up. I gotta trust you even when my health don't add up. I gotta trust you even when it seems like the enemy comes in like a flood like I gotta trust you I gotta trust you I gotta trust you and so I want to talk to you about what it means so let me read the scripture first it says and this is Proverbs this is the third chapter I'm reading out of the amplified version of the bible um and this is the first I want to read the little the verses before because they're not little they're significant it says my son do not forget my teaching but let your heart keep my commandments for the length of days and years of life worth living I want to pause right there (laughs) um wary fear anxiety um stress all of those lead to death there's no life in those those are lives by the flesh those are things that are done by the flesh I'm gonna say that again worry stress <laughs> fear those are lot li- that's that though, those type of things are things by weary that they lead to weariness those things are things that are by the flesh. <laughs> Those things are things that we live by the flesh. And the scripture is very clear in telling us anything that's in the flesh leads to death. Anything that's in the flesh leads to death. Everything in the spirit. So when he says here, for the length of days and years of life worth living, but let your heart keep my commandments for the length of days and years of life worth living. So if I keep, if I live line upon line, precept upon precept, if I live according to the word of God, then it's going <laughs> to. It's going to do something for my days and my years of life worth living. It's going to do something for my days and my years of life worth living. You know, I love to tell you guys about the story with my husband. Even in his last days, even when he was in pain, even when he was in suffering, can I tell you those were the greatest times of our marriage? Somebody say, you lying, I'm not lying. Can I tell you those were the most peaceful times in our marriage? Can I tell you those were the times that we were overwhelmed with God's goodness? And even when he was suffering, those were the moments when we were experiencing the hand of God like never before. And the reason why was, come on, we couldn't trust doctors. (laughs) My God, they had already written us off. They had already written us off. We couldn't trust doctors. Um, We could not trust and lean into ourselves. We could not trust anything around us. The very foundation of everything, everything everybody has said had been shaken. And so we had to put our ultimate trust in the Lord. Like we had to put our ultimate trust in the Lord. We We were no longer on the fence that God was still God. My God. We were no, come on, Holy Spirit, you take over. We were no longer, y'all give me five more minutes. We were no longer on the fence that God was still God. Like we we had taken our position and our position was this, that God was healer on that side or this side. My God. And when we took our stance in that, when we took in our stance, see, y'all, y'all don't know all my story. My husband didn't really have income. My husband really never could really work our marriage. We had a nonprofit organization. But when I tell you I saw the hand of God provide for us, my husband had medications that cost $9,000 month my, my husband had things that would be happening sometimes we would have to choose between food and medicine like I need you to understand my situation I need you to see the hand of God I need you to see how God will move I need you to see how God will provide I need you to see how God will protect I need you to understand and get that to trust so we were in a position where we couldn't trust in any like we could the doctors had already said we there's nothing else we could do right and so we had to begin to take our stance in a position in a place that say, you know what, we're going to either trust God or not. <laughs> we're either going to trust God or not. We were just in a circumstance and situation where it's like you either trust God or not. You trust God or you don't trust God. Like you trust God or you don't trust God. And so we made a decision. We're going to trust God. And can I tell you that last year and a half before he made his transition, that was probably the best time of my marriage. That was probably the best time of my marriage. That was probably the the most peace that I had. And even though the enemy would try to come in and torment me. And even though the enemy would try to come in and position me to make me think God wasn't still God. God was still God. God was still God no, man, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter whether or not the medication, no matter, like, God was still God. He always had a ram in the bush. He already had a, a raven to feed us. He always had someone standing in the gap to advocate for us. God was still, like, God was still God. God was still God. I had children in college, and he was providing for children in college. Come on, y'all. I had kids. Like, we. if God was still And we went on social benefits we didn't have those things going on like god was still god so let me give you this so he says for the length of days and years of life worth living and so we made a decision those last two and a half years will be worth living like we're gonna live out these last two and a half years we're gonna live out every moment we're not gonna focus on the circumstance we're not getting ready to be weary we're not gonna be downtrodden we're not gonna be no god is still god so and then this is what it says, it says, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life worth living and tranquility and prosperity, the wholeness of life's blessing. So trusting in God leads to the wholeness of life's blessings. My God, my God, do y'all hear this? The length of days, keeping his commandments in our hearts, trusting to God is going to lead to tranquility and prosperity. The wholeness of life's blessings are going to be added unto you by making a decision to trust God. And it says, do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. Do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. Instead, let these qualities define you. See, when we're in a circumstance or a situation, mercy, kindness, and truth always be the first to go out the door. We don't believe the truth that God is still good. We, uh, we forget about his mercy for ourselves. Many of us get and evil, and ugly. We don't extend mercy towards others. I'm just going to be honest. I've been there before you. Right. And then we don't act in kindness and we don't receive God's kindness for you. It said, instead, let these qualities find you, bind them securely around your neck, <laughs> bind them securely around your neck, bind them securely around your neck. It means you got to bind the word of God in your heart. It said, write them on the tablet of your heart. So find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. This is how I find favor in the esteem and height of God and man. And then it says, trust in him. My God, let the word work through us today. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight and understanding. In all your ways, know, acknowledge, and recognize him. And he will make your path straight and he will smooth. What I mean by smooth, he going to remove any obstacles that block your way. The reason that he'll move any obstacles will b- that block your way is that you trust him to be God. He is the one that knows you. He'll bring you into wise counsel. Let me give you some a little bit of Psalms 1. It says, blessed, fortunate, prosper, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and their example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers ridiculous. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts and teachings, he habitually meditates day and night. He habitually, and if he habitually meditates day and night, guess what's going to happen? He is going to be firmly planted and fed. Somebody say, and fed. Firmly planted and fed. My God. Firmly planted and fed. God going to feed you. God going to feed you and fed. Firmly planted and fed by the streams of water. Firmly planted and fed by the living water. Firmly planted planted and fed by the living water. My God, by making the decision to trust God, by making the decision to live out the word of God, by making the decision to honor God, by making the decision to live by faith. He says, which yields its fruit in its season. Somebody say, I got a season. Somebody say, I got a season. It's going, you going, I I could preach on that all day. I could teach on that all day. You got a season. It's coming in its season, right? right, right. so firmly planted, with yield fruit in the season, its leaf will not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity, this is what happens when I trust God, this is what happens when I remain planted, this is what happens when I lean not unto my understanding, so what happens when I'm not planted, right, those that are wicked, who lives, who live in disobedience to God's law are not salt, so, but they are like the chaff, the chaff blows easily in the wind the chaff blows easily the 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 chaff is double minded the chaff is unstable in all its ways right they will not stand they will not stand and then it leads us into a direction or a position that's not of God so let me get off there cuz i can go back and teach it so do not be wise in your own eyes Fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience and internally away from evil. Let me give you a definition for trust, and then we're going to get out of here. When I trust God, I firmly believe. When I trust God, I firmly believe. I firmly believe in His truth. Come on, Holy Spirit. When I firmly trust God, I firmly believe in His ability. Not my ability. His ability. What does God say? Where is His strength? Remember? Paul taught us that last week, in my weakness, I'm what made strong. So when I trust God, I believe in his ability over my own ability. When I trust God, I believe in his strength over my own strength. When I when I trust God, I have confidence in God. I have confidence in his word. I have belief in his word. I have faith in his word. When I don't trust God, I live in mistrust. I live in skepticism. When I don't trust God, I keep replaying the scenario over and over again thinking that if I do something differently, I do something differently, that it'll turn out differently, right? But when I trust God, he's going to lay it out play by play. He's going to lay it out play by play. He's going to lead me. He's going to going to direct me. So we we are warned time and time again. When I trust God, it doesn't mean I'm careless. It doesn't mean I'm indifferent. That's not what it means when I trust God. When I trust God, doesn't mean that the situation isn't real, real. Doesn't mean that I'm not acknowledging the situation. Doesn't mean that I'm neglecting the situation. Neglect is not trust. Trust is something positive. Trust is something real. When I trust God, it says, I am making a decision to see God beyond the situation. Ooh! My God, that's it. When I trust God, I am making a decision. It's a conscious effort. Trust is either a noun or a verb. I'm something I'm doing, an action. It's, it's my being. It's my total being, or it's something I'm in the act. It means I see God beyond the situation. It means I see God beyond the mountain. It means I see God beyond the valley. It means I see beyond whatever the circumstances is, and I'm looking in the face of God. When my husband um, was making this transition, and I told you the last Last two and a half years were the best years of our marriage, it's because we saw God beyond the situation. We saw God beyond the sickness. We saw God beyond the disease, and we knew Him to be God. So if I'm gonna trust God, I'm really gonna trust God, I see God beyond the situation. So when fear comes up, my God, I don't yield to fear. When worry comes up, I don't yield to worry. I meditate on his laws and his precepts. I meditate on, I see God beyond the situation. I see God beyond the problem. I see God beyond the disease. I see God beyond the marriage. I see God beyond the bank account. So Trust in the Lord with all my heart. Rely confidently on the Lord. Do not rely on my own insight and understanding. In all my ways, I'm knowing, acknowledging, and recognizing that God needs to be God in this situation. And he's going to make my path straight. And he's going to smooth these things out. And he's going to remove the obstacles outside of my wait I will never forget when we were at the end of the transition for my husband and he was in so much pain and my son asked he said mother what else is he holding on to and we begin to pray and there was an unresolved issue in his life can I just be honest there was an unresolved issue in his life and we begin to pray and, God, and I asked God can you move in this situation so that it can get resolved and there was someone he needed to talk to before he made his transition and when I tell you God moved and he was a Allowed to talk to that person before he made that transition within 48 hours he was in the hands of our father but because we trusted God with the circumstance we trusted God with the situation and did not trust ourselves that's it I love y'all my God my God I can teach so much on that I don't know where God may take us into this this week but I can teach so much on that more than anything God loves you. We trust God. We see God beyond the situation. We see God beyond the situation. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you for quickening us. I thank you for sharpening us. I thank you for dividing, Father God, the things in our lives that we have not allowed you to take over, that we have not allowed you to make our path straight that you have we have not not yet placed in your hand. Show us the places where we have been weary and worried so that we can walk according to the Lord of God. Thank you, Father God. We trust you in season and out of season. I got two things. One, if the Lord places it on your heart, go over to the website and partner with us. Go into to the website and sow into this ministry. You can go over to Johnson.com, click the donate button, or you can cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ ministry. I've not completed this thing yet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So we're going to divide. We're going to get into this tomorrow. Go over to the website, cash app us. My God, become a partner with this ministry. My God, thank you for that, Father. And then my next thing is, if you don't know Jesus. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, can I tell you, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'm not saying that. All of I know Jesus was real because of how hateful I was. Can I just be real for just a second? I know how real Jesus is because of how hateful and how mean I was. And the only reason I'm not hateful and mean anymore is because of Jesus. It's not because of me. My son was asking me some stuff the other day. He was like, Mom, I watched you with Dad. Um, Like, yield to him. I watched you with Dad. You would submit to Dad. Like, you you didn't go all this. You and Dad learned how to come to agreement. And I said to him, I said, it's only because of Jesus. I cannot take any credit for it. It's only because of Jesus. Like, I cannot tell you, son, it's some great things. It's because of God in my life. It's because of righteousness that I was able to have that kind of relationship with your father. It's only because of Jesus. And so I want to offer Jesus to you. And if you feel this in your heart, just repeat after me Dear Jesus, I have sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email at info at I love you so much more than anything, God loves you. Go share this video. We're gonna work on this worry thing all week. We're gonna work on trusting God all week. We're not gonna go through this holiday season not trusting God, I hear the Holy Spirit. We're gonna pick apart worry to worry, don't worry us anymore because worry causes weariness. And you can't stand in strength and stand in faith when you're in worry. So I decree and declare that your strength, that you find your strength and that you come into terms of whatever you're worried about. (laughs) That you come into terms and you learn to. trust god like never before see y'all back i gotta go i gotta get out of here i'm over time i'm sorry see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m invite someone in share the devotional Love, peace, and blessings. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. Love is an action word. God needs, someone needs to feel God through you. Stop reserving and withdrawing your love because of your past hurt. Trust God to heal your hurt and for you to be able to love without the fear of rejection. Love y'all. Love y'all. Peace, my God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for tuning into our podcast.